for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Henry, what are you looking at there? Oh, oh, really? Very natural. <laughs> Very natural. Uh, I am looking at this website. Tell me, I don't know. This yeah. is There's a this... lot going on at that website there. What's it called? There's a lot of there's a lot of bling on this. It's called prayorbepray.com. Okay. Um, and let me see here. Like, does this sound just ask me, does this sound biased in any way, shape, or form? Okay. Eventually, the quote-unquote Covidians, uh-huh. they come to admit that COVID cannot be proven to exist, but they will keep it at a state religion so creeple okay. can continue to virtual signal face diapers jabbing their kids with quote-unquote <laughs> sacred phallus mystery fluids. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of oh, independent research face, here. Face diapers just reminds me of the movie The Visit. Not to have a spoiler, but it's 10 years old, so get on it. Get on it. Uh, and apparently all this was directed by Israel Prime Minister Menachem Begim. I don't know really. Where is this? Huh. Huh. There seems to be a lot here. I see the word <laughs> Ashka Nazi. I don't is that bad? Know. Is that bad for the radio? My friend, I don't know what it is. Are they going to flag us again? Well, because the transhuman episode, the transhumanism Do we get episode, it, yeah, for COVID 19 misinformation. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you mean it's too truthful for Spotify? Oh, wow. Oh, man. I love the corporate overlords with such a great sense of irony. So intelligent. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Ben hanging out with Henry. Henry uh, has I, stomach problems. I'm having a side issue because I stepped into a car because I had to. To go drinking at the bar. You had to. And I pulled my, I think it's my side muscle. Listen to what has just been said. I'm looking right <laughs> down the pipe of the camera for the Patreon subscribers. Listen to what was just said. Kissel was hurt bending into an Escalade. Damage. I went to I have say, dinner. I wouldn't say bending, I would say extending. Extending, extending. into an, an Uber <laughs> XL because that's how he has to travel. And that is not even because of comfort. That is because of just his legs. It's a tall tax. We don't talk about it's, it in this country. It's tall tax. And I think that's the most important issue going on this week. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's the only issue we'll get into. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but uh, it is interesting. Have you ever heard this thing? They said apparently Uber and Lyft will slowly but surely bump up the prices to see if you will look and check. Well, and that these slow slowly raise the prices well, on it, it it goes up and down depending on traffic and uh, demand i think Ashka Nazi. <laughs> i'm just gonna say it again we can't use that as the title of the episode okay no, that's just know that rob that's the know only that, rob. we're gonna get flagged all right well thank you all so much for listening did we you welcome to us 
Did you welcome us? Here I said show? welcome to Side Stories, okay, good, Ben good, and good, Henry. Good, yeah, good. I was just so wrapped up in all of this information I just uncovered. Well, speaking of information, this Friday, all right, we all, you got to come, okay? You got to come to the Avalon. Yep. We're doing this thing. And forget if you're like, I hate Netflix. Don't Just pretend it's not Netflix. It just, please. Okay, we're just going to be there. It's a side story show. It's just, just come to see story. us do a side story shows. It'll be fun. Uh, I mean, this is not one of those fully desperate. We have sold tickets. We have sold tickets. However, I think we're competing with like, Really, like people like that Dave are Chappelle. like famous people. Yeah, very famous and people. And then we're just like, we haven't thought about what we're going to say yet. And so come and see us. Truth tellers. Yeah. Tips of the Spears. <laughs> yet to declare bankruptcy, which is the final chapter of a truth teller. The Texas two-step. We mm-hmm. talked about it on top of Oh, yeah. So anyway, check us out this Friday. We can't wait to see you. And it's going to be super chill and super fun. And no matter what, we'll have a great time. And it's a little bit more anime yeah. in our larger shows. Because mm-hmm. I believe it's around 450 or so, folks. There, Absolutely. So. And you're going to see Fernando on the tubes. I don't know if he's going to be directly on stage. Are you ready? Is he going to get all maked up? We're going to get him up in there ready for the ready to perform, Fernando, ready, for, ready for him to see the people. I think that was a yes. It was a nervous laugh, sort of like he didn't enjoy being put on the spot yeah. and sort of now he is forced to be there because we've yes. said it publicly. And yes. Is he happy? Is he not? We don't know. He's I don't know. what we call one of our employees. Sphinx. A, a mystery. Sphinx. Um, <laughs> God, I have still have food poisoning. I was talking about this on Sirius XM yesterday, like when we did the show. I am, I'm not feeling good. We're no. all falling apart. We're, I'm not even 40 yet. I shouldn't be like the rest of you. Well, I should still be young and filled with life and, and vigor and common hair. Well, you are full of all of those things, along with a dookie. Um, <laughs> not anymore. That's thanks to my new toilet. We actually discussed this on, uh, yes, yesterday's episode of Sirius. I read a study when it comes to boinking yourself to death, heart mm. attacks during sex. Yeah. The average age of death is 38. So be Bring careful, my friend. Bring it on. I can't wait for my cause of death to be Gucci. I want it to be that. I know. I mean, obviously, I've talked about this on the show for years. Mm-hmm. Natalie has it. It is written into our, it's somewhere. On it's a in the paper. will. Yeah, yeah, that she has to sit on my face until I'm dead when I'm in hospice. Absolutely. That's not the only breaking news today. We've had a couple of really interesting stories. Obviously, there's a lot of turmoil currently in the news. Absolutely. We'll Um, get to some of the more serious stuff on top. We'll try to make it as light as possible, but sometimes things are just so heavy, it ain't easy. Again, (laughs) I would just want to say, just reach out to me, uh, Henry, (laughs) the abortionist at gmail.com. I'm coming to your neighborhood. I'm coming with my hook. I'm coming with my stick and prod. Coming with my diaper, it. I pray. No, it's gonna be no, like the music man. Oh, everyone's gonna come in like, did you hear? Did you hear? The abortionist is <laughs> in town, and then I'm gonna pull up in a little stagecoach, and I'm gonna be giving abortions by hand, the old hipster, the new, the old new way, because hipsters now do everything by hand. Kind of like the dentist approach from Django Unchained, Mister Ult. Fantastic. All yes. right. Yeah. So, but yeah, we are so pro-abortion. I think that you, everyone should, it should be mandatory. Again, mandatory is not the right answer. It's about choice. It's about freedom. But you know what? You mentioned food poisoning and this actually, this story, it could have been me yesterday because oh. you know where I was? <laughs> Dave and Buster's. What? Because you I took had to, our friend from out of town no, no, to no, Dave no, and Buster's? No, 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 no. He never met up with me. Uh, he refused. He had to go to tour SoFi Stadium, he yeah. said, with his oh. so cool friends. But no, we just happened to be down there. We oh, he went to go have a better time. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So we went and had a nice little business meeting and whatever, aka chicken wings. And then I'm walking by and I see the premiere of Doctor Strange. Oh, God. And it was right by Dave and Buster's. And I was like, oh, my God, Dave and Bunch is going to be in it? 
He wasn't. No. Anyway, Dave and Buster's, it still holds up. It's just as sticky as ever. And I can't say the video games have gotten any better. No. At this point, they're just things that you can touch and maybe you can impregnate yourself if you sit on one of the controllers. I mean, it's all just kid juice. It's disgusting. However, it was fun. And I didn't do what the person in this first story did, specifically when it comes to violence in uh, New York City. Oh, uh, you didn't stab somebody else? No. This takes place, of <laughs> course, in the Dave and Busters in Times Square. Which, which also, is- I've been to many times because during their happy hour, when you're dead broke, it's affordable. Yeah. It was $3, 24-ounce Bud Lights. No, and they yeah, get you fucked up. They can get you fucked up. It's weird when you're there and the kids are running around like, daddy, daddy. And they're like, is that your son? They're like, no, I'm just here for the Bud Lights. I'm and here alone. <laughs> yeah. They don't actually well, surprise that you can drink alone in a Dave and Busters and not have to have a child with you. Most they track you. And stuff. They do track you. Oh, they check in? They kind of like, like the bartender's always just like looking at you a little bit. Like, mm. You're like, no, I just don't have a home. <laughs> but this man was arrested. A man was arrested. He stabbed a man to death in Dave and Buster's. Now, we've covered a lot of restaurant violence, Jeez. specifically this year here on Side Stories. It seems to be, it's really intense out there. Maybe it's because the high, the, the higher gas prices. Maybe it's supply lines. It could be supply I mean, lines. People are feeling the heat and people are getting really worried. Uh, Worked up over absolutely nothing. And this guy, apparently, this happened, well, okay, 1045 on a Saturday night. Okay. I guess Dave, Dave and Buster's, that's bumping. And I also want to clarify the name of the person who was arrested for stabbing was Jesse Armstrong. Jesse Armstrong. The victim was Alan Stanford. Now, the one interesting thing, and again, not victim blaming whatsoever, oh, no yeah? one deserves to get stabbed over a prize. It sounds like you're about to, though. Alan was 39 and Jesse was 41. My question is this. What is happening? They were point, fighting over a prize, of a game prize. Yes, this is what we're doing. from a claw game, most likely. Yeah, or it was one of those. Does Dave and Buster's, let me just ask before you, let me clarify. At Dave and Buster's, do you get tickets and then bring it to a place where you then get the, the prizes from it? Like ten, at a counter? 10 years in waiting. Finally, I'm the expert. I'm not going to let the power go to my head. I'm so, yes, such a uh, simple but yes Henry, there are ticket-related but prizes. no, but you go like they used to back in the day. Yeah, when you, you play go pop to the shot and you get the tickets and then you go and then you get you a bundle large, them all up. You bundle them up and then you get like a big worm or toilet seat. I don't know what I they're don't. giving out. But anyway, what toilet seat would be incredible Can with you? all of my your children's favorite characters all on the rim. <laughs> so mommy can piss all over them. Mommy, you pissing on Nero? What's his name? Nemo? <laughs> you pissing on Nemo? Well, Nemo is a is a uh, freshwater fish, uh, so yeah. perhaps they'll they'll enjoy it. Also, dolphins. Oh my God, they're mammals. They breathe oxygen. They also rape. So, okay, for all you dolphin lovers out there, we were very hungover. It doesn't matter because it's not a show about wildlife. That's why we're not bringing up biology anymore. We're just not going to bring it up. These people were playing the um, remote control quadcopter drone game. Now, this is for a top shelf gift. <laughs> and so we're talking something like a, a large Mickey Mouse. Maybe you get a new wife. Top cho- oh, do you get a new wife at David Buster's? Do you just, is it take a wife, leave a wife? So what happened was, as he attempted, so he got the drone. So the drone like grabs this thing, right? As he attempted to grab it, the package fell and almost hit a child who was reportedly with the other man. Okay, Now, sure. I'm not going to tell people how to parent. It does seem like daddy might be getting a little drunk because it's 1045. Yeah, because he's been hanging Saturday. out with the denim-clad loner all night, just being like, fuck your fucking family. It's the easiest thing to make a fucking family. Got to do is come inside and keep it. Absolutely. And now, of course, again, might be forced to. So (laughs) um, the two men began shoving and punching one another. And then Armstrong, again, the 41-year-old man, pulled out a large knife, which 
Wow. I guess he just had the whole time. I mean, maybe this is why think... I don't mess with anybody. I don't mess with no, people, ever. especially man parents, because I live around the corner from a fucking middle school. I'm between a middle school and a high school. Yeah, and it's a middle school and an elementary school, and these fucking parents, because they act like. They are just the most special, privileged, like, oh, they take over the whole street just to get your two, just, these it's kids a are, parking lot. these kids are going to do nothing. These kids are going to provide nothing. There's nothing for them. I'm drinking their milkshake. <laughs> I'm making sure that they'll have nothing. And so you keep raising them so fruitlessly. That is not true. <laughs> You're, who cares about these kids? But yes, again, you should be, you should have the option to get rid of them. Yes. So anyway, Armstrong pulls a large knife from his back pocket, stabs Stanford right in the chest. Boy, because a bear hit his child in the head? I believe that Armstrong was the one who won the product and then it almost hit this dude's kid and then they started fighting. He's like, don't let your product hit my kid. It's like, why is your kid at Dave and Buster's almost at midnight again? No shade, whatever. Parenting is hard. I'm sure the kid had a great time until his father was killed in front of his eyes. So <laughs> Stanford was taken to St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital and there... I, they just had their crack research team come in and say he was dead. He's dead. Actually, so, let me let me get a look. All right. Tug on his dick a little bit. See if it gets big. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's fine. Let's see. Rolls him around. See if he farts. I Is love it. So you're an abortionist, and now you're a, now you're an ER doctor <laughs> as well? This is, Henry, you have so many, you wear many hats. <laughs> it's because I take money straight. You just got to Venmo me. Yes. I don't go through insurance. Oh, right now, by the way, if you are in New York, uh, crime's up 42.7%. Oh, Isn't that fantastic? Thank you, Eric Adams, doing such a great See, job. you're reading all this, and I'm looking at all of these various, these prizes, right? This Halo game actually is pretty fucking dope. Dude, I am not even joking with you. Some of the games, if you're going to go top shelf at a D&Bs, which is what I call it, the same way you say LRH, I mm -hmm. go D&Bs, mm -hmm. they are no joke. And the one thing is, you have to remember this, if you're going in with a thiefing mind, the games aren't in the packages. No. They get what? the games from the back. What do I've you mean? I've seen it happen. That's just an empty package. What? Yeah. And then they say, oh, you won the Xbox. And then they have somebody with a lock and key. They call like a Quasimodo type guy. And he's like, oh my God, someone won the Xbox. And then he goes to the back and then he unlocks some random cage. Finally. Okay. I'm finally, I was looking up this whole time. What can you win at Dave and Buster's? Bro, look at the, all the goods. You can get garbage. Bites. It's not garbage. You got that stupid little Japanese thing that's the egg. You've seen that thing? Garbage. My niece is all into all of these like weird little like manga characters yes. that are like, his name is Pito too. He's an egg. He smiles. He's very and I was like, cute. What, what is that? Well, it's a Pikachu. It can also help you find dead bodies that's if you're playing P Pokemon Go. But that's not Pikachu. It's something else that's not Pikachu. It's something else. Well, we talked about it again, not to continue to plug our serious radio show, but the man who uh, created the 14-year-old um, hologram girlfriend that now they're having some issues because the system is breaking down. Yes. You look at this like, oh, what a bunch of stuffed crap. This could be somebody's future wife or future <laughs> husband. And I think you need to show a little GD respect. <laughs> So you David, mean this dead? Oh yeah, this Deadpool doll. You could definitely be, fold that up inside of you. You have these Deadpool <laughs> dolls. There's a Marvel hat. Well, there's a PS. That's what PS4. I'm saying, bro. PS4. There are some serious gifts, brother. You don't. Brother. Like, they have PS4s in jail. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. In Switzerland, maybe in Sweden. Andres Brevik, I believe he was actually able to sue to get a PS2 <laughs> because have, they, yes. he said it was cruel and unusual that he didn't have. They have an Xbox One. Xbox One. It's not even current. It's a fucking free gift from Dave and Buster. It's not a free gift. You're spending hundreds of dollars on the not game. If you get, not if you uh, really can do it and you get in there and you and you win the prizes quite quickly. And then they'll actually kick you out once you figure it out. So anyway, Jesse Armstrong, 
you start your Saturday off. I'm gonna go play some mushrooms. And then you end is it with your dumb water impression. You were doing that. <laughs> yeah. You were doing no, that before. Jesse Armstrong, he's a murderer. You can play. Um, you can play some video games, Dave and Buster's. And then by 11 p.m., you're a murderer. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, Very quick. what a day. Hey, I feel like you should have opted out. Now I just saw this picture of here. Now this is some form of derivative of Sonic, right? That's this Sonic. Is something that else. is Sonic. It literally has a tag that says Sonic on it. But um, I fell off the wagon. What do you mean? What happened? There's a new Chris Chan documentary. Oh my God! You that no, ended no, 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 the no, no, whole no, no. thing. It's two We're and a half hours this. long. We're not Chris Chan. For those that don't know, um, they're a person that had she uh, sexually assaulted her own mother. I don't uh, um, want to even and, get and into this. It's a this. long thing. Look it up. Really get into it. Uh, no. And I listened to another one. And man, oh man, it's pretty rough. Now, because like they really kept going. Because like Chris Chan kept going and kept going and kept going and and there's just so many hours of it. Yeah, and because every moment it's worse than this. And I'm I got food poisoning. I'm sitting right. there just watching this. And Chris Chan is food poisoning. Yeah, I like don't, if it again, was a person. We've actually we've actually had a company meeting about this. You're no longer allowed to watch Chris Chan. It's all you spoke about on the road for about three weeks, maybe even more. And you weren't sleeping, and you were like Robert Pattinson as Batman, <laughs> but you weren't solving crime. No. You were just watching this I was monster. The I was versus um, the muddler. <laughs> yes. By the way, that's on HBO right now. It's only on for two days. So if you have HBO, watch the Batman. It's the best. Something and why. All right. All right. I have a very freaky story. Okay. Let's. And I want to talk about it here because you know we got a lot of murder, murder and mayhem. Obviously, if you go to Dave and Buster's, all you're thinking about is murder. I guess so. Be careful. I am. I know. I fucking am. Don't catch me there. Uh, I love a good DMB. But this is a story. It falls a little bit into a the worlds of the wiggity and the wild and the strange. Cool. And I think it's really cool. Obviously, it could be debunked many different ways. But what really kind of make my the back of my the the the, the four hairs on my head stand up. Yeah. And the back of my neck, which is full of hair now. So many hairs. Um, they all stood up as well. Uh, this is all about back in the day. We had a thing called robocalls. Now we get them too. Yep. But you know the idea of you get these weird phantom calls. What if one starts getting more specific hmm. to you and you wonder why am I the target of these and what the hell is going on? And now, is this not my robot clone with a phone? Is this fun for a person or is this horrifying? Because well, I could also see it being kind of like cool. If it was like me from the future, yes. be like, mm, take a left, Ben. You're going to want to take a left. No, right I now. hope I hope me from me. Henry, me, fix me. Give me investments, me. Tell me go. where to go. Where's the go. water line at? <laughs> Where's the water? When the glaciers go? Where's the water line crest? Where's to get that good new beachfront property? Exactly. Um, so this is the story, the eerie story of Gary Sudbrink. Oh. Uh, now, people talk about throughout all of the stories of high strangers, phones are often used. Like, And there is a book, I believe that we talked with the author. It might have been Mitch Horowitz. I forget who wrote the book. But the idea of technology with the occult mm -hmm. and how it seems that every year, that in every generation of technology that passes, there is a new phenomena that gets attached to it. And this come, this is just old school telephone. And we talked a little bit last week with the AI microwave that tried to kill his former friend. It's really interesting, right? Absolutely, because the more things you put together by hand in the real world that mimic a thing that seems to be super weird, you, the more you have made it real, right? You Absolutely. have made an AI. You've made a robot friend. That, that's what that man did. But this is this is something even weirder. This is when robocalls go on the attack. Oh, my. Now, this is 1993. 
Gary was an Air Force captain assigned. He uh, worked at some medical pharmacy. This is San Antonio, Texas. I didn't know that they had that. I guess the military should. I imagine it would have its own pharmacies. Absolutely. And I guess you could be the the forts pharmacist. Well, how else did they come up with the fantastic things like Agent Orange and all oh, of the other wonderful a- Johnson & Johnson products that cause so much destruction? But the commercials are fun. Oh, yes, absolutely. Now, this guy, he was Air Force captain, uh, and he decided to go visit. He was from San Antonio, Texas, obviously. He was stationed in San Antonio, Texas, and he wanted okay. to go do a surprise, unannounced trip. This is what people used to do back in the day, Zoomers. They used to show up at somebody's house. Which I'm going to say, you know, obviously, as we know, the future doesn't necessarily mean progress, but this is one of the areas where we have improved. Yes. Because if someone just randomly shows up at my house- You have to then entertain You're to stay them. for three days. It's like, here, hey, man, it's me. You know, I've got this new flu. You're like, oh, good, <laughs> COVID-20. Um <laughs> My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. 
Follow his shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with our seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. So he went to go visit friends uh, in Long Island, New York. Okay. Now, he didn't tell anybody about his trip prior, uh, and uh, but it seems that something new what the hell was going on. This guy got this from normalparanormal.org. Okay. So he went to go stay with his parents that lived in New York, and he placed a call to his old buddy, Mike. You know, but Mike said, it's so weird you call. He was like, hey, what's going on, dude? Why are you call me back again so quick? Whoa. He's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I spoke to you yesterday, Gary. Is it possible that they were just hammered? Well, we'll find out, right? Okay. And he was just like, Gary said, he was like, yeah. And, he, and Gary's like, what? And Mike's like, yeah, you called me yesterday about how you just flown into LaGuardia. And um, and you seemed like you were getting sick. Like you were sounding really like fucked up. You sounded okay. really fucked up. And he was just like, no, nah, I came in through JFK today. This Whoa. is me calling you right now today. And he's like, okay, well, you introduced yourself to me. And we, you know, we talked to each other. You know, like we said, hello. I said, is this right. Gary? And he said, yeah, it's me, Gary. Um, but Mike was freaked out. So he said, like, yeah. I'm not hanging with you. Literally, Just immediately. his friend rejected him because his robot clone decided to impersonate him. Isn't that interesting? Long Island, some of the most loyal and disloyal friends all at once. What are you talking about? They're the, loyal. The only loyal man on Long Island's Billy Joel. That's very true. Apparently, yeah. we're supposed to see him live. I would love I he's guess the he's best. amazing. He's a, he's a type. They say it's just a big karaoke. And so... Uh, he's like, whatever, like, but as he was talking, Gary got another call. Okay. And he was like, he's, his family was there with him. Like as he got this call. So he got the other call and this is the call. He decided to record it as it was going because it was so fucking weird. So this is the audio from the call. This is from February 8th, 1993. Oh my God. Now this is a guy, his name is Gary Sudbrink. That is his name. And he got this call and you're going to hear it in front of his, you're going to hear how he, uh, Conversed in front of his own mother and father. Wow, this is the this is what our reality used to be. Yes, I'll tell you who it is. Hello. Yeah. Do you want to speak to him? Yeah. Who's this? Stephen? Are you playing games? With Stephen me is his brother. Oh. Huh? Stephen, if you're playing games, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> So how long are you going to be back from Texas? Huh? You're being impersonated by the other voice. Yeah, this is you, Steve. You idiot. Oh, my God. You pissed me off. Jerk. I'm going to get you once. Let's see what it says. Review. One new call out of area. <gasps> is Steven out of the area? How long are you going to be back from Texas? Wait, say that again? Wait, hold on. Is Steven out of the calling area or what? What do you mean you don't know? He's in Queens. 
I don't know who the fuck. <laughs> Brings mom in. Hello? Who is, who is this? Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. We can cut it here. Whoa. So this is the first call. That is awesome. Right? This is the very first call. And then there are two more over the next couple of days. They keep coming again and again. And so if you can't hear what he's saying, what he's saying, so how long are you going to be back from Texas? Right, right. So he kept saying, so he knew that whoever the voice was knew it was Texas. His brother Steve said it was not him. He was not doing it, right? And then he said, you're being impersonated by the other voice, which Whoa. means nothing to anything, right? Um, I mean, technically it doesn't mean anything, but uh, he kept saying, we come. Later on, mm. we come to be within this planet, in this planet, to visit the many, to be contacted as the same Whoa. with you. He keeps saying all this shit, right? And it is really weird. It's um, super crazy. And you can tell how triggering a relationship with the son and parents of a Long Island family is. Deeply. Because this entity was like, wait, what? Like, at some point, the entity was like, you guys are kind of like scaring me now. You'd be like, What? You're what? doing what? You're calling me? You're calling Gary? Whoa, that is um, so cool. How'd you find that? This is, I mean, this is one of those I found on my, uh, one of one of my little places on the internet. Uh, now, Gary has two brothers. Steven is the is one years older and Brian is five years younger. He okay. blamed his all on Steven, right? Now, the moment he received the first call, he thought it was Steven. Um, the thing is that Steven said that he he's not known to be a prankster. Sure. All right? But to be honest... It doesn't sound like a prank. No, it doesn't. So he might be, uh, he, is he known to be a sociopath? I mean, he might be a crazy person, but there's <laughs> another story that another weird, high, strange story when it comes to Stephen and Gary as well. Okay. Because um, this was also connected to Stephen. Stephen and Gary, one time, Stephen was on his way to a wedding that was okay. also in Long Island. And he happened to see his brother, Gary, drive up among, alongside him, mm -hmm. make weird faces to get his attention, and then peel off, right? Okay, that's now, something brothers might do. But Gary was not in Long Island at the time. Whoa! And he didn't have a car to drive, let alone make the model that he was apparently saw him driving, which was the exact make and model that was parked in Gary's residence in San Antonio. So he saw this thing. It was super fucking weird again. Ooh. All of this could be coincidence, but you know, and then nothing helped happen ever since. Steven and his father had both seen UFOs. Gary's had Whoa. no anomalous experience whatsoever. Well, and I think this proves once again that UFOs attack people with funny accents, whether it be Southern, Midwestern, or Long Island, because yeah, I saw a UFO. And everyone's like, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, really, Jerry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. big. It was like a pizza in the sky. <laughs> and like, I think you just saw a pizza, Gary. You <laughs> fat fuck. You saw a pizza. Like, fuck you. Well, thank you for bringing that well, to our attention. Very powerful stuff. Well, I really got into that because I was reading. Um, I got really into. I fell back into a UFO whole old school head, a UFO sure. head place, which is like because John Lear who is a famous like identity within the world of UFO. He uh -huh. was actually partnered with Bob Lazar for quite a period of time. Ooh, what a couple a of studs. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, buddy. And the two of them, they were the Area 51 whistleblowers. Beep, beep. Saying, Stud train coming through. <laughs> oh yeah. Chicka, 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 chicka. Oh, it's out of fuel. Oh. Seems mm. to be stuck outside of the lard factory. Dang it. <laughs> uh, but Bob Lazar, uh, again, and John Lear, they split up. It seems something about ufology 
that seems to hurt friendships. Well, sometimes the people that tend to go towards the heavens and look to the skies, for some reason they don't like the earth because perhaps they're prickly. Also, the solo traveler travels farther. Well, yep. what? No. Well, Shh, nope. Got you. Hmm. I've just beat him. I don't know if that's true because the sometimes it's nice travel to have somebody travels farther. But what if you want to take a nap in the passenger seat and then the passenger can drive for a little while and you guys can take over? You like the gumball race. Still, one of you always has got to go to the bathroom with your pesky human bladder. That's why you have to sync up the bathrooms. That's why you have to piss in your pants if you're well, driving. Speaking of which, Wait, this no, is... but John Lear, he okay. was talking about, he kind of came up with this idea that Area 51, or the, he he really kind of blew up Area yeah. 51 and like and, and he filmed an object <laughs> flew, like- is that a is that a, is that a truck stop somewhere? <laughs> uh, only, oh God, just I can't. You can't bet on the gastrointestinal system of a ufologist. <laughs> but he filmed a triangle craft coming out of Area Fifty One. He mm -hmm. was a part of that old school whistleblower thing, and he believes that the U.S. government works with at least five to seven various alien races, some of which are not friendly. Ooh, you ever look that at, guy didn't seem friendly on the phone. No, no, and but it's very it's very Men in Blacky. Yeah, it was right. Cool. It's like the idea of like something kind of impersonating a human mm. acting like who knows but I, or it's just an old just a, a dude he knows fucking with him well that's the 90s yes that was so fun because you could you would hit star 69 then mm. then they couldn't tell who oh, was calling yeah, dude. so you could prank call your principal it was so good everybody you don't fucking die asshole and then just hang up <laughs> yeah, and, oh yeah, and yeah. you laugh you're kill your fucking family <laughs> and yeah. then they sit there and they're like oh my god oh, i'm so scared shattered and, and you're laughing with your but friends you got them you know it's funny yeah you know it's funny uh, but then i got into ross coulter who oh is a new york times this food poisoning is really getting you going I have nothing with time to sit. <laughs> I just sit and read. My eyeballs ain't sick. Aww. That's what I told Marcus. I'm like, get back to work. Your eyeballs mm, ain't sick. I know. But my fucking, my guts hurt that I was watching this thing. Ross Coulter is this guy that has really been chasing down. He used to work for 60 Minutes Australia. Okay. And he used to be super respected. And then he fell into the UFO world and everything fell apart. It's all gone. And then Ross Coulter, who is a really good reporter, he was talking about this whole world of, you. like, do you know about American usage of Australian land for nuclear testing and how it's hmm. also a place where we use that a for uh, was it very low frequency um, type of communications to go sure. talk to nuclear subs in the in, in the uh, in the Indian Ocean and uh, strategic the, location yes, for us and that there's a lot of UFO activity out there. I also didn't know how many nuclear bombs we just dropped. On Australia, that we did it that because of the open area inside for of testing. the outback. Yeah, it's all for yeah for fucking weapons testing. Yep. It's fucking, it's not cool, but and it's kind of. At the same time, though, I want to write a movie about mutated kangaroos. That's right, and of course, I was going to say that's why we've seen we've seen footage of angry kangaroo, and they'll beat the living crap out of you. And maybe we should have not tested all of our bombs. No. On them and their children, but anyway, teenage mutant ninja kangaroos. kangaroos. But they also will fuck your wife. I'm sure that's a fantasy for somebody out there. Oh, yeah. They're all muscle. Do you remember Tank Girl? Of course. I love Tank Girl. They're all kangaroos and that. All the guys that want to, they want to fuck. That's one of those weird movies. Is Ice-T a kangaroo or yes. a dog? He's, hmm. I thought he was a dog. I thought he was a kangaroo. He might be a kangaroo. But they also, it's weird because she wants to have sex with him the whole time. Yeah, she's Tank Girl. I know, but he's a kangaroo. Yeah, but there's a water war going on. Mm. No more logic. You're right. But of course, uh, sadly, didn't know that was a documentary. Um, there is a water war going on right you, now. I hate you. <laughs> I've been wanting to get to this story, but then of course we did have to do a very important. Uh, I mean, very, yeah. it is very important. I cool. just like to send Honestly, our listeners after the truth. That sent me chills. That message. 
Is your name is it Barry there? We should do some prank calls this weekend. <laughs> like when we do, what if we did that from stage? How, you can't. What if when we do when we no, do because, live? We just do prank no, calls live. No, because you can't, Henry. Because someone looks at their smartphone, which is making this all dumber, and they say, "Oh, Henry's calling me." But no, what so if you, can you be write? Like, hey, it's, uh, no, this isn't Henry. What if you type in a bunch of random numbers and then we go like, "Uh, you bitch," <laughs> for for an hour? Well, this is maybe why we're having a difficult time moving tickets. <laughs> But I don't know. No, they want to be a part of the experience. They might want to. Again, can't wait to see you all at the Avalon. So this headline, I just love it. The headline uh, is, I drank a poop smoothie that gave me life-threatening diarrhea for science. He and is, maybe this is something that you are doing right now for science. I did. Was I wish I knew I was a volunteer. So this dude, he's 26 years old. His name is Jake Ebert. Yes. You could also just refer to him as Hero. But no, he is not Hero of the Week, although he is in contention. He agreed to drink a life-threatening concoction. It's cloudy, salty. It contained Shigella bacteria. De bacteria. 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 Um, bact- Shigella bacteria. <laughs> Shigella bacteria, <laughs> which are usually found in poop. So the guy slammed it down, he downed a shot glass of it, and then he got really sick, and he did this at the University of Maryland so they can research dysentery. But my question he is- He did good, man. It's for the Shigella vaccine. But don't we- the Shigella? Don't we, don't we know? What? Like, why? Like, I feel like- You get sick, yeah. 2022. Yeah, dysentery makes you sick. So did we? do we need to have this obviously most likely broke, maybe college student, 26-year-old Jake Ebert? Oh, oh yeah. Do we need to have this man um, No, it's actually recruited. very important. It's very, very important. It's to find out the effectiveness of- What if he of died? A, he, he didn't, huh. Then another hero, another hero, <laughs> wouldn't he be, wouldn't they know? No, because they have antibiotics to fix it. So what they did was, they do already have it. What they're talking about is they're building a vaccine against it entirely. They're just, trying to end dysentery. That's the goal, is to end poo-poo. The liquid poo-poo. <laughs> they want to end liquid poo-poo. It's a war on liquid poo-poo, which oh, you and I lose three times a week. But he wants to, but, but what he had to do was, first of all, he got paid seven grand, which is a lot, but it was That's, an 11-day study. Where okay, so every day you had to be isolated because you can actually get. Do you know that I actually that they tell, said what? about this is that certain types of dysentery are alert. Like not all, you can give it to someone. Contagious. They're contagious. You can just, from oh, man. sitting. Next I don't. One. I just want to play the Oregon Trail on my old PC. I I don't want to live back then. Wait. I feel like I would enjoy it, but then that's just because I'm watching movies from the comforts of my home. Mm-hmm. And then they always show you the best parts. They don't show you the liquid diarrhea that John Wayne had to take all the time. Oh, well, he also died of cancer because he was shooting movies on our our version of nuclear test grounds. Absolutely, and of course, bigotry kills. So Ebert, he was one of 16 healthy young adults. And yes. so they found, man, like, what's the, uh, hey, you want to drink liquid shit? Come yeah. this way. He said that he was literally brought into the fold by this ad, which is a parody <laughs> of the Oregon Trail. And it says, Shagella vaccine research study. You have died of dysentery. It says it on the thing. And they, he did this. They, he he responded to that. He clicked on that. He volunteered. And apparently what he did was, so they, God, though, just the feeling of this. I just where he was in like a hospital. We need to maybe... I don't want to segue this into anything serious, but maybe a living wage. Maybe mm. we could take this time to say, I really hope, I think the Amazon has busted all unions. Mm. Just seems like when Just we have a money. population that is so desperate for any amount of money, 
They would, they would drink uh, liquid shit. We should just give people money, I agree. Money is just points. Just give them more points. Maybe give them some points. Some tickets so they didn't get their Xbox. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but he went, he said that it was kind <sighs> of very harrowing because he went to school. Of, they have a picture of him The solution. It. Yeah, the solution. It's like, he said it tasted like nothing. That it was just, it was, it was but it tasted like saline. Um, and he said he took it, and at first, they look at you, right? So you have to sit in this room, you drink the bacteria, uh -huh. and then they look at you. Yeah. And he said, he's like, yeah, I felt fine. About 40 hours went past, and he said he felt like it was his whole body was taken over by the devil. Oh, my um, Where gosh. he just had 103-degree fever, by bloody stool, shooting out of either ends. They would come in, they'd give him, like, what they said he called sad Gatorade, which What's was a, Gatorade? no flavor. No flavor. They just gave him, oh. like, a like a rehydration solution. Like a Pedialyte. Yeah, like a Pedialyte, which you can get addicted to. I kind of like it. I love a good Pedialyte. Um, well, this is a quote from Ebert, and I am actually going to say he looks, he's a healthy looking guy. He kind of looks like a UFC fighter. Uh, might not be the brightest ball, but who am I to tell? But this is what he had to say. He says, I don't want to make myself out to be a Mother Teresa here. No, because she shat herself out. She did that on purpose. <laughs> Somebody said, I don't want to make myself out to be a Mother Teresa here. She would have done this for free. It's a big ask <laughs> for someone to get dysentery. But now, of course, he's obviously, as I mentioned, uh, not the brightest ball because Mother Teresa did nothing for free. Nothing. No, no, no she did fact, it all for money. It was the entire con. She's and I a believe fucking scam. have fraudsters covered Mother Teresa No, yet? we're going to get there, though. No, they don't will. worry. We're going to come for that little old fucking lady. I can't wait to rip her one or two new ones. Well, she's just full it's of It's easy lies. to do with her fragile skin. Well, she's long, long now, deceased. No, Ebert, he said, I just like the process of this. So oh. every day, this, he had to relieve himself and when there's what they call is a toilet hat. <laughs> they take a toilet hat, which I know what it is. They place it in a biohazard. So he had to shit in a toilet hat, and then he'd have to take this shit and put it in a biohazard bag, and then he'd have to carry it down the hall to the researchers that would then take little scoops out of it. Hey, hey, uh, Nurse Pam, what do you got there? A new lunch, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's called uh, it's called dynamic chocolate. Fantastic. Let me just put a little straw in there. Got you. Oh, man, I got dysentery. I knew it was shit. Didn't have that on my 2022 bingo card. We're going to delete it. Uh-huh. So he said, this is another quote. He said, the entire time, I was like, wow, this is an awful disease. And then he says, and then I just got really emotional, probably also because I was delirious about the thought of small children in developing war in the developing world See? dealing with this, which He's is very He's an actual sad. hero. <laughs> he is. It's just, again, wow, I didn't realize that science... It isn't it. It never changes. It doesn't. No, it's no, all, no. It's all experiments. And don't forget, doctors back in the day, they were grave robbers. They were very and, scared of them. And scientists were like satanic demons from hell. They were well, all Dr. Satan from House of a Thousand Corpses, according to mo most people. But this is how the shit gets done. If you want to end poo-poo on a mass scale, you are going to have to have brave volunteers go in there, get the liquid shits, and then you're going to have to go in there with your sword and your shield. Much like anybody he does in a with that Elder Scrolls is I've seen pictures of it. Yes, they I go know. down there and they just go. I don't need a girlfriend. Yes. I have Elder Scrolls, and then um, goes like, Ah, I don't need a loving family or a job. <laughs> I got Elder Scrolls. I'm a rogue. Well, it'll be great on your deathbed. You can think about all the fun games you played, but then, of course, you'll forget everything, and uh, your life will have been wasted. <laughs> Look no further than one of our great friends. Um, so apparently. 600,000 people die every year from Shigella bacteria. Yeah, man. And so there Liquid is- Liquid shit ain't a joke, man. But why isn't they got- I mean, I guess this is the research to make the vaccine. Again, I feel like, you know, if there's 600,000 people that are going to die from it, 
Can't you just go talk to one of them now? No, 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 no. Why would you have to give it this? If everybody, if 600,000 people have it, then you don't have to give it to somebody. You go to the person who has it. They are a bummer, my friend. <laughs> you can't spend all day with one of these guys all moaning about like, I'm dying because you can't do anything for that guy. You're, yeah, you're supposed to save their life. No, no, no. By then it's too late for them. You need somebody else. You need somebody who's fun to be around, somebody to hang around. It's like, that's what on auditions for. Yeah. You meet these guys. You're like, you know, I could spend 12 days and it's 12, 12 hours a day with you, with you having dysentery because you got a good attitude. You know, and interestingly enough, and I didn't even realize that this sentence was ever going to be uttered out of my mouth. Um, when it comes to the rotavirus or rotavirus, it's the second leading cause of diarrhea death. So apparently there's a first leading cause of diarrhea death. That, What's uh, the first cause of diarrhea death? Oh, I'm sorry. The number death. one is uh, is uh, rotavirus. Oh, so, good. Go. Okay, so you're Shigella, correct. Step up your game. Number one, you're number two when it comes to the cause number two's first loser diarrhea death, and yeah. then the number one is the rotavirus. I just, nobody cares about the Dallas Cowboys of liquid shit. No, they don't. The Buffalo Bills. Perhaps. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. See, though, I tried. You did a great job, and so uh, apparently you get Shigella from drinking bad water. Eating some bad food, and if you are into poo-poo play, be very careful yeah, dude. that you're not getting dumped upon by someone who has infected bowels. I'm because, sticking this uh, right down the pipe again. Listen, if you are going to be eating somebody's liquid shit, if you're going to be eating their <laughs> shit, if you're going to be drinking their piss, and I mean this, they have to watch their diet. They really have to think about it. You can't just, it can't you be some rando. It needs to be some absolutely cryptic person that you know very well. Absolutely. Um, but if the vaccines doesn't provide at least 50% protection, uh, then they're not going to go forward with it. Think so. about how many more asses can get eaten with that vaccine. Yeah. Finally. I mean, that's... So you can finally I'm take doing... your assholes of the world tour. You've been saying this about how you wanted to lick an asshole in every country. I have so been now saying you that. So now you can get the vaccine, and then you have that freedom, Kissel. You can go there, and you can go from, I, I oh, think South been... Malaysia, Upper Malaysia. How many continents to... are there? Seven. I think I've been... I think I, I, I'm on, I'm on, I got the list going. I got the list going because uh, what is Australia? Uh, well, not Australia per se. Seven continents. Seven. Either way. Hey, we'll fucking get, Christ. I'm so sorry. Oh. We'll get there. Oh my you're God. you're sick. Just, don't worry about it. I'm just it. so. I, I spent hours reading UFO material. All right. I don't know anything about anything else. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest. And I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! 
Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. What really bothers me about this story is Ebert's, again, the 26-year-old hero that we're talking about. Uh, he was one of the unlucky ones who did not receive the placebo. My Ooh. question is this. You go in there, you get the placebo, you still get the seven grand? Yes, because you're spending 11 days in the hospital. So uh, that doesn't seem fair to me. No. No. But that's just life. That's called every fucking day you wake up and you roll those fucking dice and you don't know what the hell's going to happen to you. You don't know whether or not you're going to get killed walking across the street. Yep. You don't know if a piece of a plane's going to fall off in the sky and impale you while you're taking your kids to, to fucking Catholic school. You, you know never what the know. hell's going to happen, you right? Absolutely, you absolutely don't. That's why you have to live every day like it's your last. But that does not mean jerk off in public. Mm -mm. That means try to- Say hello to someone. There you go. You nailed it. Also, unless that means jerking off in public. <laughs> Um, so Ebert says, I truly could not move. And then he said, when he would go to the bathroom, it required a quote, Herculean effort. Oh, yeah. And bro. I don't remember that scene in Hercules. No. When he had to take the liquid oh, dump. Though, but you know it was point. there. You know it was there, especially the original one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he was new to America. He says, he says, every moment in the bathroom to get up to wash my hands or to grab a paper towel, I would lie back down on the ground and just sit there for five minutes. Oh, this guy God. had a horrible, horrible this experience. This is actually making me feel more ill yeah. than I did. 
Yeah, and then and then they say if he did get the vaccine, that is really bad news for the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even saying, think he solved anything. No, because apparently they are looking for uh, over they need and they have to have obviously has to be over 50 percent. But it's right now hovering around 70 percent efficacy. Efficacy? Efficacy. And it needs to get more than that. Also, who's the person taking the pictures? <laughs> he took himself. That's a selfie. That's a selfie. That is a selfie. Yeah, he took that himself. He's just a well. He's a well. <sighs> uh, he's got a good attitude, and he put it up on the internet. He had a good time with it. Yes, indeed. He also wrote uh, because now he has a fundraiser, and he says, having had this absolutely awful disease and having recovered fairly quickly thanks to the access to medical care, I really, really would like to use my fifteen minutes of Twitter fame. To help prevent it elsewhere. So this guy. That's really good. Quasi hero of the week, but also. Not, though. Not. No. Because, uh, There's well, another one. You've chosen something else. Yeah. Wow. This is. Holy crap. And wouldn't you believe it when it, it comes to his idea here um, for a fundraiser? 20 to 30 people have signed up. Oh, not doing well. It's not really taking off. Well, it's because it's just money that's going to him, right? He's, or is he going to give it to people? I don't. I mean, at this point, he should just take it. Yeah. Because. Yeah, he's just going to have know. to take it and just have to personally try to solve diarrhea within your community, which yeah. means you're going to have to go to that B-dubs and close it down. Do you're going to have close to. It down. You're going to have to, unfortunately. Do not. Put, do not I was at, you're going to have to shut down the breakfast burrito at McDonald's. I was also at B-dubs last night because they're all right by each other on Hollywood you went Boulevard. To Dave Buster. I went to watch shit, the third Kissel. quarter at Dave and Buster's. No, yes. No, I, I ended at Dave and Buster's. I went to watch the third quarter at B Dubs. They closed a little early, and then I went to Dave and Buster's. Wow, isn't that fun? I mean, you talk about just get your fill of microplastics. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm really—it's really important. Well, as we all know now, more plastic. We gotta slow this sperm down. Slow it down. So, anyway, uh, good for you, buddy. I'm—I just feel like don't bring it up on the first day, like because you know, Andy Warhol. Everyone's gonna get their 15 minutes. I, I don't think, think that he had. Maybe they slammed down this one of it. the one of the Campbell suits. This is the fifteen minutes. This is his fifteen minutes. Yes, he seems pretty relaxed with it. I mean, I'm just we'll, we'll wait to, to the like next insurrection. Him? If he shows up at the next <laughs> insurrection, then we'll see. That, that that's how that's a now we see everybody's every Twitter celebrity's arc. If you don't end up at some point being like stop the steal, whether it's like you know someone's literally you stealing wait. bread from your home, I don't know. You wait. There's going to be a lot of civil unrest in the future. Very much so. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you going to do Hero of the Week? Let's do yeah, Hero okay, of fuckers. the Week. It was kind of like that. Last guy was also sort of a hero. He was a hero. I got two of them. So everyone was sending me this one story, a pet duck, right? So there's this duck. And uh, and then it went through. <laughs> this is actually a hero. So the pet duck led uh, to a woman's body under a home. Now, this is my question. So, Can I just uh, ask this? The duck have anything to do with the murder? We don't know that. And as we know, ducks have a very dark sense of humor. They do. And uh, we don't know. And they're dangerous. I freaking, all fowl scare me. They, they really do. do. They're horrifying. So how is this a hero? Well, um, so he was <laughs> ducking around, just being a duck. Sure. And then all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> I can't do a Donald Duck voice. We don't know how to I do, can't it. do it. No, that's IP. So, that's IP. That's you don't even think about doing it. We're going to be sued into oblivion. You're right. So he ducked around and found out. He did. So Angela Wamsley <laughs> and Mark Barnes are now charged with murdering Wamsley's grandmother, Nellie Sullivan. Oh, so he's a narc. He's a duck. And so Sullivan, this is the dumbest murder ever. Not that any murder isn't stupid. But the grandmother was in her 90s. 
Yeah, don't kill you, her, man. You have a maximum 10 years that you have oh. to deal with it. But let's be honest. Odds are she wasn't going to be making it that much longer. But I guess they just couldn't <laughs> deal with her. So it became pretty apparent <laughs> that almost immediately that Miss Sullivan had disappeared under what can now be uh, said suspicious circumstances. Also, if you don't know, oh, my God, this is going to sound very blue, but 90-year-olds, right? They die all the time. <laughs> yes. If you are going to... Don't don't dismember them. Like honestly, all you have to do is like layer in bed. That's literally bed. all you have Hold to do is put a pillow over her face. You literally like this is that's the truth. If you want to kill your grandma and you don't want anybody to know, you just put a pillow over her face and she goes and to you sleep. Know what, you know what happens? Natural causes. Yep, done. Just like that. That's it because they know when it comes down to it, they're not going to do an autopsy. You can even no. crush up a bunch of her medication and put it in her coffee Nana and stuff. Nana didn't know what she like, was up to. She had no fucking clue what she was eating. She, she thought lost it was count. chiclets. She did. She took twice of what she was supposed to take. She doesn't know. Grandma's oh, oh grandma's dead. Oh, oh no. practice. Oh no, oh, no. Grandma's dead. Meanwhile, the ducks watching the whole time. Taking fucking notes, being like, I know exactly what's going on. Oh, you can't trust. This is what it's saying, man. This is a problem. You can't trust a bird in your own home. I'm flipped on this, of course. Obviously, you chose the hero of the week, so immediately I have to find it to be a villain. The I don't want to. The grandmother also had dementia. She had a bunch of health oh, issues. My These God. people are you so You could have led her towards the highway. <laughs> Honestly, you could have just dropped her off somewhere. But anyway, so the the duck solved the murder, kind of ducky no. in a duckish kind of Wait way. Wait a second, okay. And then actually, can you read then figure? So the duck was just outside, and they saw a duck, and they're like, "Where's a duck going?" That's it. Okay, so the duck went, or did it go like quack quack, and then and pointed the log. Well, we can continue then. Becumbee County, that's where all this takes place. Uh, investigators say a pet duck helped locate the body of this murdered woman. Now, how did the duck do it? Well, the duck, let's see here. Um, Because mm -hmm, uh -huh, that's the central like crux of this. Of like, So did the duck talk? Did the duck mm -hmm. say, did the duck mm -hmm. write in the dirt, look under this log? So apparently, uh, the duck ran underneath the trailer at 11 Beady-Eyed Lane. It's literally called Beady-Eyed Lane. That's where your grandmother goes to die. <laughs> it's horrible. So they saw a and duck. And they said, okay, so Where's that duck going? Where's that duck going? Apparently, the duck ran underneath the trailer at 11 Beady-Eyed Lane, and as they were chasing after their pet duck- they ran across the container that Nellie Sullivan was located in. If I could give it that, if I and this is what everyone says, know. if I could give that duck a medal, I would. For and what? There I, for being a duck. And dare I say, you can. Yeah, it, sure. Yeah, of course. You the, can waste your fucking money by giving the duck something that doesn't know what it is. And just last, uh, the hero, the U.S. military, you know, gosh, what do they do with that bloated budget of theirs? 1945 American G.I.'s. They stole a birthday cake from a 13-year-old Italian girl. This is when we didn't like the Italians because they were very pro-Nazi. Yeah, they were. That. They were. They partnered with the Nazis. Exactly. But 77 years later, the Department of Defense found um, some room in the budget. What? And they gave this chick uh, her, her birthday cake back. Now, this is my question. I thought that that might have been a euphemism for something far more nefarious. No. So they went and stole her birthday cake. But no, no. They just took two Jerry's. Not, no, that was you guys. These two old-fashioned Joes. Oh, American heroes. American heroes. They saw, they actually stole a cake. From a 13-year-old girl. Exactly. Now, we're supposed to say that the U.S. military in this in this action is a hero because they are just apologizing for a cake stolen already. They didn't just buy and a random Italian woman a cake just to say thanks for being Italian. She's 90 years old now. 
And so for the ceremony, National Archive workers dug up photographs from the battles in and around She's, Vincenza, which I'm sure she wants to see. You're 90 Isn't years that old. Isn't that nice? You're oh, 90. you remember, remember when everyone died? Remember the war? Anyway, so, so she's 90 years old and she's still bringing up this cake. I would never let it go. I know. That's the thing. We Ever. forgot my mom's birthday. We did not get my mom a birthday cake one year. And that became, it's the battle. It's the, it's the, it, the, 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 what is it? The Tonkin? Bay of Tonkin? Battle of the Tonkins? It's just the idea of like with the Lusitania, Tonkatons? when they sunk the Lusitania. <laughs> it's a big moment in our family. Armor. I'm yeah. just saying, it's it was just such a big moment. It's just such a blight on the record of my home. Why didn't you get your the, mom that birthday cake? I, this is what I'm saying. It was a very hard time. And my father was allowed <laughs> to be drunk once a year at that time oh. period. And that it all lined up, didn't it? And oh, it was bad. Oh, yeah. it was bad. Well, according to Sergeant Peter Wallace, he says it was a little awkward. But it makes me feel great to give her the cake. Yeah, because she was like, who are you? Yeah. Why are you here? Are you come? Basta, Americano. Yes, I'm sure she wasn't too thrilled. Yeah, they probably and was then- terrified when these military men showed up at her house. Just being like, because first of all, like, here's a cake. And you're like, is it a bomb? Right. And then it's surrounded by old photos of all your dead Look relatives. at the trauma. Look at this. And Do you then, remember when you were Nazis? This is what she said. She says, tomorrow we will eat that dessert with all my family remembering this wonderful day that she said she'll never forget again until she does. Because she will. Bringing because up that she's cake. 90. Anyway, so uh, the Department of Defense, <laughs> your hero of the week. I'm so Isn't upset. that nice? Because they gave that woman that they stole the cake from. Her cake back 77 years later. I'm so upset. It's yeah. just so, so many things that could be fixed. Right? But, but one at a time. One that at must a, have one been a 90-year-old woman at a time. You think it's just Joe Biden's looking to bang? <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me be clear. Bring that an Italian horror over here. I can't wait for Biden's bang bus. It's uh, <laughs> going to be a fantastic tour. It's going to be, the worst part is the beep, beep. Beep, as it has to get down so you yes. can get the wheelchair up on it. Absolutely. And that's about access. Yes. Don't we, yes. Need, we need more ADA access in this country. <laughs> All right, Henry, what do we got for letters? <laughs> Let me read this fucking letter. This is about geoengineering and it's going to be fascinating. Okay. All right. Last week's episode, you guys talked about geoengineering and asked if anybody knew anything about it. Well, as one of the people who so unfortunately has to have to research uh, all of geoengineering's realisticness and a scientific context, I feel I should respond. Okay. To extremely oversimplify my job, I tell aerospace companies if their ideas are good or not. A few years ago, a company asked if geoengineering was realistic and or reasonable. The resounding answer was no. Why? There are two major areas in geoengineering that I studied. Change the atmosphere and change the amount of sun the Earth receives. Changing the atmosphere entails either pumping gas into the atmosphere that would reflect sunlight, like the opposite of a greenhouse effect, okay, or pumping chemicals into the ocean to increase oxygen production by ocean algae. So this is what they're thinking about, huh? We're, we're taking charge. Wow. The ocean thing is a terrible idea, as proven by an attempt a few years ago off the Pacific Northwest that failed and actually made things worse. How do people who are smart become so dumb? They just have big ideas. Yeah. And be, and like me, people talk about, oh, we how, <laughs> how every community should have a tank. I think that's a <laughs> that's great idea. That's the 1033 program. I they think, all do. But we so. should know. But the people, again. You could. They, you could. You could get one. Every neighborhood should have a person that is allowed to command the tank and it is decided 
divided by block. Each oh, block God. votes per month who Great. gets to man the tank, and that tank is supposed to be used to defend the neighborhood if the cops decide to go into martial law. Is it weird? I think that's a kind of a small idea. I'm just saying, but yes, think locally, act globally. Is that it? <laughs> that, or are you flipping? I think that's right. To continue. So, but the problem is that once we start to try to change the amount of sun that hits the earth, uh-huh. that's when the wheels really fall off. The general concept is that humans should somehow put reflective or blocking material around the earth to reduce the amount of sunlight that we get. Think a less aggressive version of the Terminator apocalypse. Oh, great. So one such concept is to place thousands of mirrors into orbit around the earth. The exact quote from the paper that suggested this was, quote, thousands of mirrors in underlined random orbits, which for space people is the scariest possible sentence you've ever heard. Placing things in random orbits is not advised, as those random orbits tend to collide with things that we care about. Hmm. Bye-bye GPS, cell phone signal, and weather monitoring. Great. The other idea to reduce the sunlight reaching Earth is to put a cloud of moon dust in between the Earth and the sun. Now, the paper does not get into how they would do that or how you get the moon, how do you gather the moon dust? You gotta get a big broom. Maybe. Even, oh, and yeah. a, oh, you like in uh, space balls <laughs> yeah. with a big vacuum cleaner, right? <laughs> it went from suck. To blow, and that's the thing. Like, because then it goes out. Because then they would say, then you, then how do you put the moon dust out? How do you make sure the moon dust then stays yeah. in place? All right, but who cares? But these are details. Oh, they're pretty big ones. These yeah. are details for some other fucking nerd. macro details. Whatever, dude. Yeah. But I, I do think it's interesting. I know that tech. So yes, all of this is horrible. Blah 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 blah. blah. But I think it's interesting, and I think yeah. the idea of really thinking past our bullshit. How do we? How do? How does humankind enter the the universe? How yeah. do we travel the stars? Well, I don't know. I think we could probably just kind of leave the sun alone for the most part. I say the sun should pay. <laughs> yeah. Let's bomb the sun. That is a fun idea. I watched Spaceballs before I watched Star Wars. Oh, and, yes. Uh, I don't know if it ruined Star Wars for me, but the entire time I was like, Spaceballs is better. Oh, yeah. It is. I it do is. like it. Um, and now, when I was around seven years old, this is a ghost story. Okay. When I was around seven years old, my mom was studying for her master's degree in archaeology and, as she is originally from Mexico, decided to specialize in Mayan and Aztec archaeology. Ooh, cool. One time, whilst my mom and myself were on holiday in Mexico, she booked a tour of an Aztec pyramid, can't remember which one, that was organized by one of her friends who was quite high up in the academic research area about Mayans and Aztecs. Okay. Right? My mom asked if she could bring me along and they agreed. Whilst on the tour, we had exclusive access inside the pyramid and a full tour of the location along with a few other archaeologists. Now, afterwards, my mom invited them all to lunch at the hotel we were staying in Hmm. nearby as a thank you. As my mom knew I'd be bored whilst they were chatting over lunch, she let me buy a notebook and pen from the gift shop for me to draw in. Simpler times. Simpler times. Now, here's the creepy part. As we were sat at lunch and I was doodling some random patterns in the notebook, one of the archaeologists looked over to me and asked if they could see what I was drawing. After picking up the notebook, he asked me, where did you see these symbols? And I said, I, I didn't. I just made them up. After I said that, the archaeologist suddenly said that they had to leave and they left quickly. <gasps> anyway, it turns out I drew the nine symbols of the nine layers of the underworld that are the, in the Aztec belief system, all in the correct order. Cool. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Or maybe an Aztec ghost wanted to say hello from beyond the grave. Whoa, that's awesome. I love or it that. just shows you how easy it is to make a hieroglyphic. Well, that's the thing because the people you can that just made make them. it up, and then these guys, all they do all day long is stare at them. Absolutely, right? And so eventually, they're like, "Hey, here's one." Yep. yep. 
I'm just, like, you did it again. He did it again. Yeah, people are, you know, we're not that unique. Parallel thinking. Indeed. Maybe she's being Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, I loved that when people took that stand-up so seriously. Yeah, man. They, it, they treated oh. it like it was the bigger than the Iraq Wars and 1 it's and really 2 not. and the Afghanistan Wars 1, 2, 3, 4. Remember, Fine. Netflix is a joke. Come and see us over at uh, Friday at the Avalon. Uh, and it is going to be a rip-roaring time. We're just going to read their stock reports. I am upset. <laughs> I am upset. because, And they just announced that they're cutting back on stand-up specials as well. Also, we will be giving out our passwords. So oh, you yes. guys can have those. You can have those. You can have those. And we should all just have one as as a listening community. I agree. All of the last podcast. We, and, and you're going to love our new community outreach. You're going to love. Mm-hmm. No, i got to reverse it. Okay. You're going to live. You're going to live it. And you're going to live knowing that you just got Netflix for free from the two grooviest denim-clad fuckers you ever met in your life. And, and that's you're going to just fucking you, laugh about it. Every yeah. time you're going to sit, you know, <laughs> you're going to sit and watch some of your favorite comedies. Raymond. Like um, Come and See, that Polish film about, about war. Sure. Um, you'll see all of the, everybody else's favorite comedies, like Hereditary. Every movie laugh. that came out 20 years ago, you'll have it right there. Absolutely nothing but the premium. Yeah. The premium original programming that Netflix makes up and then cancels a year and a half later so you then can't watch a show that has no ending. But don't forget, they also don't pay their actors they well. They don't pay their so actors well. There's no such thing as residuals and you're going to love knowing for a fact there's another way that Netflix has replaced all the studios in a new and inventive ways of screwing people over. But guess what? Where they're making money from for them. So we'll see you there. Netflix is a joke. Netflix is a joke <laughs> Friday. Can't Apple. wait to see you. Yes, it'll be nice. You know, man. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you on Friday. And also, I promise by then I'm not going to have a bellyache. I hope that my side is cleared up too. I feel like I feel like Letterman over here. Jeez. He's grabbing my side. All right, everyone. Thank you just you. sat in a car. I know. Isn't we weird? need to stretch. I know. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Magustulation. Hailing. Absolutely. Hailing. And Marcus is going to be back this week. Yeah, he's going to be fucking back. He he's doesn't have any choice. Stronger than ever. I'm, I Well, he'll be back. <laughs> he'll be in a chair. You'll see it. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave.